Welcome everybody to Drunk with Buds, a show about trying new beers with some friends and having discussions you would normally have at a bar. As always, we get all of our beer information from the Untapped app. That's U-N-T-A-P-P-D. You can now follow the show on there at Drunk with Buds. Okay, guys, today we have a four-beer show with beer beers from Myers Creek Brewing Company, Wild Mind Artisan Ales, uh, Two Towns Two Town Cider House, and Turning Point Beer. Today we have a Paranormal Pub Talk. Haunted Dive Bar Reviews, uh, Bruce Trivia. Our guest today is an American documentary film filmmaker based on the paranormal, one of the hosts of Paranormal Encounters, and an author of Life with Paranormal Encounters, Connor Biddle. I'm Connor Biddle, and I'm spookily scared to get drunk with buds. All right, what's up, everybody? Honer here. I am today's host, and of course, I am with Beer Bandit Bitch. <laughs> he hey, to, how he you had, doing there? You had to get it in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, on my right is fucking two toes. Two toes. Hey. And today we have a very spooky motherfucker, Connor Biddle. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. How's your dog? Hey, he's doing pretty good. Sorry about that little delay there. <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. We were all delayed today. But, uh, uh, yeah, so let's get to it. Two tones with the first beer. All right, guys. Beer number one is called Meet Me at Midnight by Myers Creek Brewing Company. It's a sour fruited ghost, uh, 5.2% ABV, not available IBUs. There's 839 check-ins for an average score of 3.95. Um, this beer is actually a collaboration with two other breweries, uh, Destination Unknown Beer Company, out of Bayshore, New York, and Darling Brew Brewing Company out of Patchogue, Patchogue, however you say that, uh, New York as well. Um, and this brewery is out of Casanova, New York. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Style guy says black goes with black sea salt, black cherry, blackberry, and black currant. Dude, I really like the color of it. It looks very uh, crispy. So we are going to have our first taste now. We are going to sip this little thing. So, Connor, you can go ahead and sample your beer if you have not already. All right. <laughs> oh. All right. Damn. That's a good starter. It's got a nice uh, yeah. got a nice ghost, the sour ghost flavor to that, or uh, smell. Mm-hmm. You can I do, do like the sour taste to it at first. Is that the black sea salt? Kind of give it a little bit more sour taste. It's like the bite. It's the bite. Yeah. yeah. I, I can definitely taste the currants. I like a good mm-hmm. current. So I don't even know what a current is. So I don't even know what that tastes like. So I can't <laughs> go talk about that. Just go with the current. Yeah. Just go, <laughs> yeah, with, the just go with the flow, man. <laughs> the flow, man. So what do you think about this beer so far, Connor? With your first little tasty taste. You know, I actually like it. To be honest with you, I like I like the uh, the sour kick at first. You know, it's got a nice. It's nice. I think it's uh, nice and smooth. Honestly, to me, does it hit you in the jowls? It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like it. What about you guys? 
It's really good. It's so, really good so far. I was thinking, you said, what is it from the Meyer, uh, Myers Creek? So yeah. is that like Michael Myers? No, it's not spelled that way. Yeah, but I'm saying that's what it reminds me because it says meet me at midnight and then it says Myers Creek. So I'm thinking of like Michael Myers. Oh. It's got like a and serial, it's got serial like a killer. Blood, like so a dark, dark yeah. color to it. So this beer is easily defeated by women? Whoa. <laughs> Aren't we all? I mean, women, yeah. Yeah, I, women yeah. are very strong yeah. and very cunning. So, yeah. All right. It so, kind of gives me like a uh, grape juice flavor in a way. I agree with that. Slightly, but it tastes like a black yeah. cherry grape juice, if that were a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I guess black cherry juice, which they don't yeah. ever have, which would actually be pretty good. <laughs> I think I would actually get that. All right, so, Bruce, go ahead and hit it. We'll get to beer flights. Who? What? When? Where? Why? And how. <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. <laughs> All right, Connor, this is where you are in the spotlight, my friend. So oh, let's start it off with who are you? Who am I? Uh, that's a good question. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, on the Mayflower, uh, my great, great, great grandpappy. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I like to say I'm, you know, uh, a documentary filmmaker, and I uh, hunt ghosts for a living. I guess I can say. You That's hunt the goats, man. Go- yeah, I hunt goats. <laughs> <laughs> I hunt ghosts, spirits, <laughs> spooky stuff. He's the real life Scooby Doo Squad. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I got a dog that looks like Scooby Doo. You know, so most definitely. <laughs> That's awesome. Great Dane. Uh, he's not a Great Dane. He's a Beagle mix, but he has the looks of Scooby Doo. You know, ah. like just a little bit more, like little Scrappy Doo. Scrappy. He's yeah. Scrappy. <laughs> I always hated Scrappy to be honest with <laughs> Scooby Doo. When was your first paranormal experience? My first paranormal experience was actually when I was about eight years old, and I lived in this house in Goshen, Indiana, and. uh I was trying to sleep one night. My brother and I shared a room at the time, and we were in this old, creepy white house that the street, the guy who built this house and lived in this house was actually named after the street that we, we uh, the house sat on. And one night I was trying to sleep, and my brother's bed was directly across from mine. And I remember the hall eight light was on because I was always scared of the dark, funny enough. And one night I was staring off towards Alex's direction trying to fall asleep and this white anomaly like ping pong ball sized thing came up above my head down below and underneath my brother's bed and that was the first thing I could not first paranormal experience I've ever had I could not explain I mean as a kid I didn't even know that was anything paranormal but looking back now it's just something pretty crazy that kind of sparked my interest into the paranormal so were you spooked or were you just like eh Whatever, it's like a oh, yeah, fuzz I, or something I, like that. I, 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 sc- I screamed my head off. I ran downstairs. <laughs> I told you, you know, I mean, like, what do you think? What do you, what do you know about that? You know, I mean, when <laughs> right. you're eight years old, you know, like, you think it's monsters under the bed. That's why you have, like, the hall light on. And <laughs> exactly. You're scared of the dark, you know. Then you see this white, like, ball thing come out of nowhere and just makes no noise and goes underneath your brother's bed and across the room. You know, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know what I was thinking when I was a kid, but it oh, definitely yeah. scared me, definitely. Yeah, I didn't know if you were you like, know? Stone Cold, like, oh, man, 
What was oh, that? I'm very interested in that now. You know, like I'll go towards it. You went under the bed and everything, and just started trying to figure it out. <laughs> when you said no, I, I, I don't even think I hit the floor when I ran on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a typical child. All right, cool, cool, cool. I thought you were yeah, gonna be like a badass. Child. Oh, never mind. Oh, no, I was definitely not a badass. I ran like a oh. I, I really hoped that in my head, what, when you said, like, I hope well, you were stone cold. I thought, like, wait, you fucking stunnered the ghost? <laughs> he, stunnered, <laughs> he stunnered his brother because he thought he was possessed. <laughs> Get out of my brother! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah. I say, what is the, what's the most haunted place you've been to? You know, I've been to a lot of many haunted places, but I'll be honest with you. The the place that the most haunted place I've been to, and the reason why I call it the most haunted is because I actually saw a ghost. And that would be the uh, Edinburgh Manor in Scotch Grove, Iowa. Uh, that's the moment where everything changed in my life. And I knew for sure that, you know, like this whole interest in par- the paranormal and ghosts and stuff was 100% real when I saw a little girl run across a hallway. It definitely, uh, you know, I had a different reaction at that time. I was kind of frozen, like, holy shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you see something that you just that you just don't expect, and it just blows your mind. Right. That's definitely the scariest place I've, I've been to, just because I've seen a ghost there. So were you there by yourself, or do you go with the team, or how does that work? Um, That was actually when I was filming. You know, I, I, I've been filming my show since 2012, but that's when I was filming. It was around 2013 when it happened, and that was... Um, when I was filming a few other guys uh, who was used to be in the show and um, it was just a few people and then we had our interviewees there so it was just maybe four or five people that were there so when it happened I just mostly filmed right now but currently the show is just filmed my fiance and I but it used to be with three other two other dudes that helped me out filming so when you uh before you started recording all this stuff did you ever just like go for the hell of it you know, like yeah, stay, did, over, stay overnight and everything and be locked in and whatnot. I know some places will let you do that. Like the Wrights, I think it's the Wrights Museum in South Bend. I think I went to there once, or the Scottish. The Scottish Rights. Scottish Rights. I went there one time and I didn't see anything, but I had a really bad aura about it because I was like, oh my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> but I mean, I've done it before. I didn't record anything. One of my friends was really into like ghost hunting and she was all like, had like some tech. And I was like, okay, I'll go. But I was scared as fuck the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so you have done that for I fun mean, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've done it for fun, um, but it wasn't really. I went to Waverly Hill Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky, when I was in my, uh, I think towards the end of my junior, about to be senior year of high school, and uh, we, a couple of my buddies and I, went down there, and we we were just being thrill seekers, you know, like we knew the place was haunted. We all like ghost stuff, you know. And we just went down there and stuff. We didn't get the chance to stay overnight because God, that's awful. <laughs> they charged like two thousand dollars to stay the night oh, in that Jesus. place by yourself. It's like crazy. So we just went there, you know, and just had an experience. But I've been to a few places and not film anything. You know, that was like in the very beginning. But after I saw that little girl, I decided I got to film every mm-hmm. single thing, no matter where I'm going. Yeah. And I noticed that uh, in your book, you do also have like clips that you can use QR code to also hear clips yeah. that you had captured before you kind of recorded everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was in pretty the, cool. In my that book. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just those are actually the one I'm talking about from Waverly Hills. A lot of those QR codes in the very beginning. It's one of the chapters. It's called the Man with the Ball Cap, and uh, those are one of the first uh, EVPs I ever captured when I first started doing stuff in the paranormal. You know, and it was just so pronounced, like you you couldn't 
dismiss that it wasn't some kid yelling help, you know, or, you know, like mimicking you or following you around in that building. It's just pretty creepy. Speaking of your show, where can we see your show or read or listen to any of your books? Is there a particular streaming service that you can point us to? <laughs> well, it used to be on Amazon Prime. You can still watch on Amazon Prime. Unfortunately, you can't do it if you have a Prime membership now, but all the episodes and more are actually on our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash paranormal encounters. And uh, I just released a book called Life with Paranormal Encounters, True Ghost Stories and How an Award-Winning Show Was Created. And that book just came out last month. And that book is on, available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. And you can listen to the audiobook that just came out a few days ago on Audible. Oh, yeah. I definitely collected that. Once I saw that, I was like, dude, I got to check it out. Um, I didn't get a chance to listen to the audible yet. I mean, I told you I got it a couple days ago, but, uh, um, yeah. the book I'm like halfway through, but I kind of want to continue it with the audible now. Cause now that I got it and I can like listen to it on the way to work and everything. So I think I'm a different experience. Yeah. I kind of, I think I might re-listen, like actually just start it over with the audible because I'm really into audible. Like audiobooks are just the way I can get through process books anymore. Right. Yeah. Cause I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do them. I can't just read like sit there and read an actual book. Like I have to be like driving and that way I can just lose myself in it. And the, uh, actually your paranormal encounters book is actually one of the books I was, I kind of got really into when I first got it. It was very easy reading and everything. So it was like very interesting. You could really get through it pretty quickly, but then I just kind of was started waiting for the audio audio book. And then I was, then you told me and I was like, bet now I can actually (laughs) like kind of like listen to it and like, Take adva- full advantage of that. And I'm the old fogey in the group. I personally rather have page, you know, ink on page. I, I'm a, I like book mm-hmm. turning and reading. I don't want the technology messing with that shit. <laughs> Nerd. Actually, to be honest with you, I never thought I liked audio books, you know, until it, I had a guy do my book and then I started listening to him like, man, this shit's great. Right. I think they're, <laughs> like... they're great. They are great. Yeah. I just rather have, i rather have me supply the voice in my head. Oh my god, my, yeah. my imagination. You think always you're, you be think you're that good, really? Oh yeah. You should write a book about it. All his oh. all his character voices are like orcs. <laughs> oh my god, I got my god. Like the no, occasionally I do a goblin voice. More goofy. And the, the goblin sounds just like. Okay, silence. Okay, so Connor, I was thinking also, what happened with the Amazon Prime? Because I literally was gonna check it out and like just throw it on and watch it and everything. But then I saw, I was like, Oh, pay for it. And I was like, what? It was just on here. Yeah. It's cause Amazon just started doing a thing right now where they're basically wiping out a lot of, um, content creators on Amazon, which I have, I don't know why, but like the indie <laughs> content creators, not like, yeah, it's not just indie though. Cause I have a distribution company cause I was going to go through them to get back on Amazon. They told me even film festival winning films, still get taken mm-hmm. off Amazon. It's, it's all up to Amazon because Amazon curates everything. And I guess they go off of some kind of scale, I guess, to yeah. determine eligibility, but you have to license content now on Amazon, which is, you know, it's, it's pretty much trying to get on Netflix now anymore. You, you have to go through an aggregator or a distribution company that's basically well-established and that can get your stuff on Amazon prime. And even still, they only license content for so long, right. you know, just like Netflix, you see movies disappearing all the time and shows being canceled because they're only licensed for like a year or two, if not long, less than that. Oh, and that's yeah. pretty much what happened when their show got 
originally licensed. It was only licensed for a certain amount of time. And then right. Amazon sneakily updated their terms and conditions mm-hmm. last month where they can just remove people at any time with no given warning. So that's what happened to me, unfortunately. Oh. So basically what you're trying to say is hashtag fuck Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is send him to the moon and don't let him come back. <laughs> so uh, why does the paranormal interest you so much? I mean, I know I've seen your, your show. I've read a little bit of your book, you know, and it just seems like something you're really like, you take a lot of pride in and you love it. So what it's makes you so it, weird? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's <laughs> weird. It's like, it, it, it's something you can't explain. And I like that, you know, yeah. I, I like going, I like experiencing something that isn't normal, I guess. And it sounds really weird to say, but once you have a paranormal experience, it's like a craving. Like you, right. you want the next biggest thing. Cause you, you know, I saw a ghost like, you know, like now I need to see another ghost, you know what I mean? Which I still haven't yet, but having something that I know is a controlled experiment in my mind that I'm setting up and then something goes absolutely bonkers and goes weird and off the rail that isn't normal, I know is paranormal is, is seriously addicting. Like once you get the habit of experiencing that stuff and going into the places that are creepy, you know, like you watch like American Horror Story or some of the halloween movies you know you just get that feeling of halloween and i love halloween you know right. like going to haunted houses and stuff are supposed to be haunted like i just i love submerging myself in that type of stuff it's just weird and unexplainable and i really liked how uh you said there's no like expert right Is that, mm-hmm. i think i right. believe you said that there's no like experts in it you just nobody actually knows what is happening that's just like our show right <laughs> paranormal drunk with buds (laughs) yeah it's uh there is no experts because in order to be an expert you have to know how something works and then the paranormal is sporadic and it's it's changing constantly because if you go in a place one night that's the most haunted asylum in all america yada yada you go in there and you have crazy experiences going there the next night there's nothing that happens it's just not it's not able to be proven. And for somebody to say they're an expert in the paranormal, it's just a joke. It's, it's laughable laugh at somebody when they say they're an expert, especially those people on TV when they say that stuff right. like that, because you, you can't be an expert in the paranormal. Otherwise it wouldn't be called paranormal. It'd be normal. You know, you're an expert <laughs> yeah. in something normal. <laughs> that's, that's just what it is. I feel like they just use that to kind of say themselves, like kind of give them a little bit more credibility where it's yeah. like, Oh, Hey, we're going to listen to this guy. Cause he says he's an expert. Yeah, and it's just not. I, I right. mean, it, they're they're an expert in the same thing that everybody else is doing. So like, right. what, there's nothing that makes them different. You know, like we all use the same equipment. We all have sort of the same ideas. You know, right. like what is the paranormal? It's so just there a is no different experiences. Okay, if anything, it's probably yeah. they may have more experience in the field, but not necessarily being an expert. Right. It just happened. Like, right. Think. I guess. Um, I remember you had this one place you went to and you had a very interesting uh, night. Like you had voices and like a little girl, I think meet up with you. But then the next time you guys went, there's like nothing, no activity or anything. Yeah. You're probably referring to whispers of states. Yes. Yeah. That you're one. Probably, that's in Mitchell, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. That place is absolutely freaking crazy. The first time we went there, you know, we, we caught a, a little girl screaming at like two or three in the morning. Oh, I can't yeah. remember what time exactly, like two or three in the morning. And it was on the audio. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I have never heard a little girl screaming. <laughs> right. You know, and like a lot of our viewers are pointing out that it was possibly the little girl, Rachel, who perished in the house because uh, a Christmas tree 
back then they used to use candles and not lights. And I guess this tree was, she was sneaking down in the middle of the night, I guess, and went to snoop for presents and the tree fell on her and ignited her, uh, ignite her in fire, I guess, a little bit. And she suffered burns and people say she died from that or she died because her, her father overdosed her because, you know, she was deformed looking and he was a representable uh, doctor and he'd, he'd be embarrassed for that. You know, and like hearing that little girl and screaming that place and then going back there again for the second time and not experiencing the same stuff is exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. It's like you, it's yeah. just so sporadic, you know, but when you have that experience of hearing a little girl screaming at two in the morning in a small town where there's no possibility where it could be happening, like it's just, it's addicting. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I, I mean, that's a very good uh, example on how it's just random. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen every time mm -hmm. unless you literally stayed there. Maybe for a whole ass year, you know, and you live there, you'll probably experience yeah. way more than you think. So then, yeah, or you or you fake stuff, I guess. You know? yeah. like, there's a yeah. lot of people that do that. <laughs> yeah, or no one encounters, but uh, I do have one last. <laughs> I do have one last question. Uh, do you like? How do you like this beer? I was gonna segue it. <laughs> I was gonna segue it and be like, do you often say meet me at midnight when you're on your investigations? But What's yeah. Do you meet me at midnight that, yeah. and drink this beer? <laughs> meet me at midnight. It's time for final thoughts. I you, like this beer. Oh, great. Tell us about it. What do you like about it? I just like it. It's got like that sour taste that just sticks on it, I guess. You know what I mean? Like it's a little bit different than what I'm used to drinking. I was going like to say, that. you, you like, say you I, don't really drink, you drink whatever, right? Or you don't really have a special. Yeah, I don't, I don't really drink beer to be honest with you. You know, yeah. like in the, I just drink piss beer. <laughs> Domestics, <laughs> yeah, we like that shit. Yeah, too. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't really drink uh, th this other flavor stuff on here, but I like this one a lot. You know, I've tried different flavor ones before and just didn't like them, but this one sticks with me. Well, hopefully, you like the next three because we are. I don't even know what they are. I think, <laughs> I, think I looked what they are, but I don't. I don't really check exactly what they are until we do it. Right. Are you drinking out of your Drunker Buds glass? Oh yes, yes I am. While wearing your Drunker, Drunker Buds t-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> let me get that shirt on. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. But don't throw away the cans. Um, we'll tell you why in a little bit. So we rate okay. everything here by quarters, from zero to five. Five being the best, and zero being terrible. What would you rate your beer? I would say three and a half. Not bad. Nice. Um, I would, I would say I give this a three point seven five. Very tasty. It's a lot of uh, the darker, like cherries and you know, the, the blackberry and everything. It's not there, there's nothing in there that is like a orange or citrus taste. It's like all mm -hmm. pure dark flavors, and it's really surprising how well the the mouthfeel is kind of really rejuvenating, a little mm -hmm. bit refreshing, and I. Thoroughly enjoyed this one. I give it a 3.75. I congrats to the three collaborators on this yeah. one for making it taste like a dark, a dark sour is actually really tasty. So I wonder if like all three breweries, like I'm going to bring the blackberries. I'm going to bring the black cherries. I'm going to bring the black currants. <laughs> they probably, that's probably all their specialties. So they all put them together. And then, and then, them together. And then Blackbeard said, I'm going to bring the black sea salt. Yeah, yes, gross. <laughs> Uh, I like it. Uh, it's got a nice, it's got a nice smell to it. Uh, the color is amazing. It's yeah, I can definitely smell the the berries in it, and the sourness will hit me. Hits pretty well. 
I'm going to go ahead and rate it a 2 point or 3.25. But yeah, so. 2.25? 3.25. Oh, okay. And like, what about you, Bruce? Uh, I'm going to give it 3.75 as well. Uh, I do like the saltiness, which you find with most ghosts styles, not goats. Um, and uh, it, I love current. It's very current forward for me. Uh, I, I I do like the blackberry. Fi- it's got the sour end to it as well. And that's usually the blackberry. So that's where they usually hit you. Uh, it's very the color's great as Tone said. It's it's a delicious treat. Three point seven five. Yeah, definitely not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be a little bit harsher, but it's actually very drinkable. And uh, now we are going to take a shot break, and we will be back with the second beer in the second segment. And this shot break is brought to you by Tavor. All right, guys, check out the Tavor app on your Apple or Android device and try new beers across forty-seven different states. Build your own custom box of the craft beers you'll love. Or enroll in subscription, and they'll automatically snag the highest-rated beers that suit your taste. No minimums or commitments. Get your hand-picked beer delivered right to your doorstep for a flat fee. Yep, any amount of beer. Or ship for free with a subscription. And for being a first-time user, you can use our promo code DRUNKWITHBUDS to get $10 off your first order of $25 or more. Bruce the Beer Bandit uses Tavor to get our beers for the show, so you know it's legit. That's promo code DRUNKWITHBUDS, all one word, for $10 off your first order of $25 or more. Copyright music, suspense, scary music, best dark music, Oak Studios on YouTube. What's up, everybody? We just took shots, and now we're coming back with beer number two. Beer number two is Strawberry Number 23 by Wild Mind Artisan Ale. Sour fruited, 4.5% ABV, not available IBU. Wild Mind Artisan Ales is a microbrewery in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Collaboration brewery is New Image Brewing Microbrewery, Arvada, Colorado. Style Guide says, Sour Ale brewed in collaboration with our dear friends at New Image Brewing Co. Modeled after a mutually loved strawberry gin cocktail. Strawberry 23 is a firmly acidic and pleasantly well-rounded fruited sour brewed with strawberry, passion fruit, lemon, hibiscus, and vanilla. Dry hopped with El Dorado for an additional punch of sweet tropical fruit flavor. Strawberry, sour, tart, lemony, vanilla, and it is a local beer. You can go pick it up at Citywide. Uh, citywide. Well, it also says Hop Station. So, <laughs> so Hop Station and Citywide, you can go pick this up if you are a local. Um, did you taste uh, the smoke to it? That's what I thought I tasted. Yeah, the El Dorado probably. I, sm- I, I taste something. I taste the hibiscus. I taste strap. Whoa. Somebody hasn't tasted it yet. <laughs> It does say dry hop, so that might be the. You might be feeling that. It it my first taste is they said it's like they're trying to base it off a, a strawberry gin cocktail. I get it. It it has kind of that jenny kind of dryness. You can taste the it. cock. So I no, mean, just the gin. I think just honestly, the tail. and the tail. <laughs> I think honestly, it is pretty decent. 
But for some reason, it's reminding me of like a tomato juice. It it's might like, just be I, that color. I'm saying like the color. So when I go to drink it, I think I'm going to taste tomatoes, and I definitely don't, though. It's like the exact opposite of what we just had. Like, the other one was all black cherries, black this. This is all, like, dark strawberries. And dark this is bright. This one is actually freaking delicioso. What do you think, uh, our guest, who's been quiet? Gulp, he's been gulping away. Like, you hear him fucking drinking that shit? I'm just, I'm just trying to be, like, a ghost in the background. <laughs> Guys, he legit um, thinks I'm, he's a ghost. Dude, it reminds me of a oh. lemon cake. Lemon cake? <laughs> lemon cake. Lemon cake. It literally tastes like a cake or something to me. Like, I don't know if I'm crazy, but it, it Let me try like it again. Cake. Let me see if I taste the lemon cake. Like, I don't taste tomato well, juice. Well, there are lemon... Like no, cake. there's no tomato juice in it. I was just saying He's that. being dumb. I was saying yeah. that the color of it made it look... Think uh, I was going to be tasting... It's got it. a sweet taste to it, is what I think. Yeah. I taste the uh, the dryness. Like I said, it tastes like a smokiness. But now the I get dry- like, like, the gin... The dry hop, uh, yeah. yeah. The dry hop actually makes this less sour than it I yeah. was expecting. So, like, yeah. what you mean when you said it's like the opposite of the first one? It's very vibrant and everything, but there's no sour to it. It's very sweet and it's lightly mm-hmm. soured. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I'm really glad that we have these two kind of back to back. Yeah, because they have a really good contrast back and forth. Yeah, the, was, the, this is like the sun. Yeah. The other one was like the moon for real. The the flavor profile does definitely say. Lemony, so maybe he's there getting is, that more. Well, there is lemon in it. Yeah, maybe I'm tasting more lemon, honestly. You like. tasting the strawberry and the lemon up in there? Yeah. Um, you, you know what? I think more so the lemon, a little bit of the strawberry. I think you know, what I mean, my taste buds might yeah. be whack, <laughs> but I think I, I think I do definitely taste more of the lemon and the hibiscus and the vanilla. You know, more so than the strawberry. I think the strawberry yeah. is very light. The passion fruits are light, but the, I think the lemon and his biscuits and vanilla overtakes yeah. it. I think the vanilla is what takes away from the sourness yeah, it makes too. It kind of a little more, yeah. little more calmer on the back end. So is El Dorado a gin then? Is that what they mean then? They dry hopped it with El Dorado. Is that like a gin? Maybe no. There's El Dorado hops. El Dorado. Okay. okay. <clears throat> it must be. Gold. Isn't El Dorado like that Golden City? You know? Yeah. <laughs> this is like the Golden Can. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's very good. I the think Lost that, City of Gold. Yeah, I think that is. Kind of goes with the color of the can, actually, too. Nice. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are going to get into the second segment, Pub Talk. Pub talk. Whoa, <laughs> spooky. Uh, so yeah, normally we do uh, pop culture, but today Connor brought us a topic that we can talk about. So we're gonna do our pub talk. It's a uh, spirits and afterlife beliefs. So it seems really interesting. Who wants there to start? Go. Who wants to start this off? Okay. You, Bruce. Oh, I guess it's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Spirits and afterlife beliefs. Well, I really not sure. Um, I guess I do believe in like going on. I think I do believe in evolution, but I also believe in God, and that is not two things that uh, oppose each other. I, I've had I've talked about that before on the show um, before Tones was on. So. Mm-hmm. But to make boil it all down, how long is a day for God, and how does He measure time or she? 
So why can't it be what billions of years, like it is a billion years for us is a day for him. So evolution fits in the creation. That's the longest day ever. (laughs) Yeah. Please don't be a Monday. (laughs) (laughs) It is Monday. Uh, So yeah. uh, However, I I do like going to scary places and looking for like paranormal phenomenon. I I joke about it all the time, but being a ginger with no soul that they're scared of me. um, So they don't come out. Uh, I've struck out many times, but I have been, again, I've mentioned this on the show before. I've been to Waverly Hills and I did stay overnight. It was before it was $2,000 a night to do. And uh, no. uh, because no. I'm old. <laughs> they were begging for people to come <laughs> at that time. Uh, and some creepy things happened. Uh, you know, the, the ball being moved across the floor was kind of weird and scary oh, and shit like that. And, uh, <clears throat> and it was the children's play area. Uh, the step skeptic in me at the time was like, oh, well, I got that set up. But like, it's the wind. It would have been really hard. <laughs> or, yeah, the wind. Yeah. Or, it's the what was, was that the ghost saying? It? It's the wind. It's the wind. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I kind of believe in ghosts. I mean, obviously they got to be out there, right? But some people I've been seeing like stuff on TikTok where like they're trying to be like spiritual and shit like that. So you open up your third eye or your penal gland is what they call it, I guess. That sounds like a penis. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, open up your penis. Oh, yeah. no, let's keep that close. <laughs> but no, they, uh, they say, like, uh, you open up your third eye. Let's say you get enlightened, blah, blah, blah. So we're in the third dimension right now. So they say we can open up and get to the fourth dimension. And they say in the fourth dimension, you can see, like, the black shadows and stuff like that. So maybe there are people that with, like, a little bit more heightened senses and more keen to seeing that kind of stuff. So say, uh, when you see spirits and stuff, maybe you are a little bit more connected to a higher realm, I guess. In the spiritual aspect, I guess that's the kind of thing that you should say. So I think Connor would probably have a little bit more of a connection with that if he can see stuff like that. Um, I can't actually see ghosts. <laughs> but but I, I will say, though, like, you know, like, I'll put it in a good perspective here. So, like, if you buy a white, um, let's just say a BMW 328i or something like that, it's just some random car I'm picking out. If you buy that car, you'll see a lot more of those cars. And it's just like the same thing with the paranormal. If you're more open to it, you'll you'll experience it more. And as conditioning in society, I think we're more closed, you know, close-minded yeah. because there's so many fake news kind of things, you know what I mean, whatever. Right. And I think that it really conditions us down to where, you know, like, yeah, I want to see a ghost, but you don't really actually see it because your mind isn't open like you're mm. seeing right now with the whole third eye kind of opening, you know. It's just about being more aware and more susceptible to it more empathetic to your surroundings to be able to experience that. I definitely know that there's something, you know, beyond me die or at least something unexplainable in this world because I saw it, you know? Right. Um, you know, an afterlife, what isn't it? What is the afterlife? You know, is it us standing behind haunting somebody and throwing their toilet paper rolls <laughs> when they're in the bathroom, you know what I mean? To mess with somebody or do we go somewhere, you know I mean? Purgatory or do we wait to go to heaven or hell? You know what I mean? Or is this hell? Or do we you just know, like, somebody... do we just like, uh, what is it? Reincarnate into another body. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's been popular too. Recently. It's a lot of re- reincarnations. A lot of people that talk about death, you know, dying and near death experience. They all talk about seeing a white light. Well, the white light is coming out of your, your mother when you're born. Right. You know what I mean? Like the doctor light, you know, so then what, you're what seeing like you're, being, you're coming back out. You're yeah, you're starting that circle. You're being, life. You're being reborn into a new body. Right. Or you're right. Yeah. leaving the simulation. Yeah. <laughs> Re-entering the simulation. Yeah. Level two. So, hey, so, hey, so I'm going to go off that again. So I'm going to keep with that spiritual kick right now. So 
Um, they also say that when you die, somebody said that their experience, this is one of their experiences. They said, I died. And then when I, you know, they were kind of like in this realm, whatever. And they're like seeing somebody and let's say it's their spirit guide. And they're all like, finally, finally you're here. Like, you know, like maybe that was like us plugging out. When we die, we plug out and we actually get to the real, like reality of like, these are just vessels that are here, but we go to the higher realm and so let's say that's like the 4D realm dimension, you know, like where you see all the shadows and stuff yeah. like that. And then there's like fifth. They say there's like 12. I don't know exactly how that works. I'm still kind of new to like looking at the theory right. and stuff. But it's kind of interesting on like what if that happens when we die? Like you don't reincarnate. You, or they say you can kind of choose to reincarnate or just go higher. Yeah. So the only way mm-hmm. out is like death. So it's like then you escape this part. You're trapped in the human vessel. And then you escape, get back up to the spirit realm, and then you're able to continue going continue higher. Continue to move up. So instead of being, like, trapped here, this is just a level where we're, like, trapped in, right. and we just live. And so on, then, a, on the journey to get to the next step. To the higher the realm. Next step. To, like, the actual, and actual reality. In life, like, yeah. continue living. Like, this isn't the actual ending or place. There's actually more to it. And that can go with the whole, uh, go with, like, God and everything. Yeah. There's... You go to heaven, but it's like a different theory. It's like you just go, you know, you're right. like different spirit realms and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. So an actual awakening. So it, your body, this is not your final body is what they say. They say that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's not your final body. So it's like, yeah, I can kind of, I could kind of attest to this a little bit when I didn't die, but I had a really uh, strong edible one time. So, and, uh, my buddy, my buddy gave me this edible and I ate it and it was an Oreo covered in like fucking THC shit. And I was like, eh, it's whatever. I didn't feel it the the day before. Then I woke up and I felt like I was a person or something inside my body. Like literally like the little, like my spirit, I felt like I was that thing inside my body talking about my human vessel that I was in, in this journey. And I feel like, did I have like an actual, like breakthrough that, to actually see like the reality that, that give is you a actually, little awakening or? yeah did i actually see like what is really happening like this isn't me i'm inside me but you know i'm just controlling this body on the ride of life that we're doing right now and i'm just going with the flow and then what actually is important is my spirit inside me my energy right so i was kind of tripping because i had to look <laughs> in the mirror to make sure that it was me Cause I was like, uh, I was like moving. I was like, I'm moving. Right. That's. I was like, what is happening? You ever heard of the universal afterlife theory? Mm-mm. So, it really goes to like where we exist. We create our own heavens and we create our own hells. Um, the way we feel and thought uh, with no wasted energy. So it, it's literally saying like if you believed in let's say the Greek pantheon is your gods and stuff like that, you would. If you thought you were good, you'd go to Elysium and then you're everyone's running around in like loose fitting clothes and yeah. sandals and stuff like that. But if you weren't so great, you're toiling away in fucking Hades. But or you can go Vikings and like Valhalla if you not take some people out and you'd be drinking all day at the tables. I personally, if if the universal life you know, afterlife theory is true, I would totally shoot for that one. <laughs> Give me my axe, let me go out with a blaze of glory. So basically what you think <laughs> is the afterlife is what the afterlife is. What it is. is. Yeah. What do you go? Goes for you, and then and and it goes expands on there. It doesn't exclude like reincarnation, like you guys were talking about, or starting the next thing. It's just when your time instead after like you're like 
I'm done with this, you move on to the next stage. And that could be circling back and being back on whatever, Earth, whatever or you that choose what you to think do. passing on from that would go to. Because your energy, scientifically, is never gone. You can't destroy energy once it's been created. See, that's... Yeah, it just it's into something else. See, that's the, that's the one thing that I actually do believe in. So, like, the whole spiritual thing is, like, very interesting to me. be really interesting if it was a thing. Like, you know, if that's what it actually is in the end, then damn, that's wild. Right. But I think we're all just energy. And if, once we're done, I think it just gets recycled into... The atmosphere of the universe, everything is whatever just energy. Like whatever whatever you believe in or whatever you believe the afterlife is, that's kinda of where your energy is gonna go. So if you feel like, you know, reincarnation's real, you will be reincarnated or you will be reborn or you will move. Or to like the your spiritual. energy will be put back into like the earth. So say like into like trees or like, you know, the yeah. soil. Whatever, yeah, see see what, what what's interesting about that you're saying is energy is not created nor destroyed. You know, that's a, the law of thermodynamics, you know. And, and that's actually something I wrote about in the book about that, you know, like when we die, our energy is repurposed, you know, our atoms, everything that makes us up is repurposed and it's just less orderly. That's why we're not here anymore. You know, our, I mean, what is energy? You know, everyone in the paranormal always refers to, you know, like energy, but there's different types of energy, you know, like they, they yeah. believe that EMF meters, you know, like uh, pick up you know, like ghosts, so to speak. You also put that EMF meter up to your chest, it doesn't go off. You know, it oh, never so goes it's not off like someone's actually holding it. It's not like your actual like spirit inside you or anything. It's just like it some other type of material or resource. Right. Like I think it's more so consciousness. You know, like you see I mean this is gonna sound very uh morbid when I say this, but when you see like a dead body, you know that someone's dead. They they always refer to it as a body, or they refer it to as a cadaver. You know, they don't yeah. ever mm-hmm. explain it as this is a person that's laying there dead. You know, they never refer to it as yeah, that. Like we always refer to it as like a third party. You know, like something not like us. You know what I mean? Like you guys are obviously alive, but when you refer to someone that's dead, we just refer to them as like an item or something like, like that. Like they're not here anymore. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a cocoon. You know, so what is it that leaves us? Because you know, you can tell when a bot when someone is lifeless, you know, and you can tell when someone has life, mm-hmm. energy, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? So it's like the biggest question, the multi-million dollar question is what is it that gives us that life essence that makes us function, move our hands, blink our eyes, talk, speak, have our voice, you know what I mean? Our thoughts. Where where do our thoughts come from? You know, our consciousness comes from something. People have actually talked about how consciousness is still present even after the brain is long gone dead. You know, there's people that have died for 20 minutes, the heart stopped, their brain's dead, there was no brain activity, but they still see everything in the operating room mm-hmm. and they come back and they can describe it for 20 minutes. How is that possible that somebody's right. dead for 20 minutes, no and brain they activity, still and they can still describe it? Yeah. Right. So what is it? You know, I mean, that's the biggest question I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, even going to all these places is, is it really somebody that I'm communicating with or is it something that's part of this world that we just don't know because we can't see it because different spectrums of light can see those things, but our naked eye cannot see them because yeah. our naked eye is limited in the light spectrums. So travel around with cats because they get one step in and one step out. Yes. Black cats. They, uh, I love them. I was thinking like, um, so this is how I used to think when I was younger in like high school and they would always freak me the fuck out. Like, are we like when we die, if we just eternally like stare into blackness, like if 
say we die, right? And you're in the casket and you legit are just staring at the back of your eyelids for the rest you're of just, eternity. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't be the only thing that happened though. If you got a funeral, I'm in the casket and I'm all peace and quiet. I, I, I already said this. I'm painting someone to show up wearing clothes that are similar to mine, holding a sonic screwdriver saying, ooh, this has got weird. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what happens if you get cremated, though? No, nope, not, not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> I regenerated. Dude, just, just saying, though, if, like, if, you're staring at, if you're staring at your eyelids and it's black and you get cremated, are you still staring yeah. at Yeah, like what, are, what are you what staring at? That's what I yeah, mean. Like, not... I was always so afraid of dying, like about like mm-hmm. that, because that's what I thought the reason is. But after kind of thinking that maybe I'm just energy, I don't think I'm really like as scared anymore. I'm just like, eh, mm-hmm. if I die, I die. Right. I think, I think people are scared else. of dying. I think people are scared of dying because there's uncertainty. You know, like there is no proof. You know, I mean, just like there's no proof of aliens or anything like that. You know, another world that we can live on. Like there's uncertainty. So when there's uncertainty, people panic, even though like, you know, like we talk about exploring haunted locations and life after death. And, you know, you talk about heaven and hell, but there's still uncertainty. Everyone's scared to die. If we knew that there was something there when we go, we wouldn't be scared. Right. It'd be a little bit more easier. Right. Like, uh, right. And, Oh, good. And, and, no, I was just going to say, in this, there's a really good movie. I can't think of the title off the top of my head, but there's a really good movie that depicts if there's a guy that proves there's an afterlife by something with TV he puts up to their brain, whatever, and shows what they're seeing in the afterlife. If everyone knew that there was an afterlife, why would we stay here? You know what I mean? Like, there's uncertainty for a reason. Like, we need to have uncertainty. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, like, if your life is miserable, why would you stay here? Right. Like, um, it kind of reminds me of, you know, how you said no uh, uncertainty and everything. But this is what kind of makes me think that we find peace right at the end is because they say what you re- you re-see your whole life and everything, play back everything. Um, but it reminds me when my, my aunt passed away, she was really, she was ready to go because she wanted to be revisit back with her uh, husband and her son. And so at that moment is when she was finally like, she was like ready for it. She was like, this is my peace. Mm-hmm. I've already said goodbye to everybody and I'm ready to go see my family again, you know, and that gave her peace in the end to finally let go and go. So I think we all find a certain kind of peace in the end. And so that's why mm-hmm. I'm not really worried about it anymore. Cause then maybe, I mean, I'm sure I'll leave something left undone, you know, some stone left unturned, but it's like in the end, you know, you can't stop it. So you might as well just be like, Hey, Right, you have something to look forward yeah. to, to seeing I, again or to yeah. being with. Yeah. Were you quoting, <laughs> in the end, nothing really matters? No. Because you kept saying. No, I was actually talking about death. But, okay, so um, let's wrap up this chat. That was a good conversation about death and afterlife and life and love and great everything. And we could talk for hours about that, honestly. Yeah, but Bruce is... Pushing us along. Bruce is pushing us along. <laughs> um, so let's continue. And what do you guys think about this beer? Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Final ratings. Like I said, um, it kind of reminded me of the last one, just like the complete opposite. The last one was all like, like I said, blackberries and black juices and everything. And it had the sour taste that was initial and it stayed there. This one's all white. And the sour is not as strong, like the vanilla and everything in it kind of 
kills it a little bit. I do like it. I'm actually going to think give it the same score as the last one. It's going to be a 3.25. They're both really good, and they're both, I don't know, like, they just pair well together. So it's a good selection for Bruce to pick these de- pick these drinks. Uh, I I really like the refreshingness of it. I do like the summery sipping. I definitely can drink the other one faster than this one. The the sweetness is a sipper kind of beer instead of like this almost would make a really good shot beer. We've talked about that before. Yeah, uh, this would be a good shot beer. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna get rank it a little bit higher than the other one, even though I do like the other fruits more than this one. I really like to give them an extra quarter point for the, I like the floralness in it, and I like the can art. Uh, I am big on good can art, and uh, I'm going to get, that helps to give it a four over a 3.75. Yeah, I agree. I think I really like this one better than the last one. Um, it has more of my flavors inside of it. The last one was pretty good for what it was, but this one is a four. Um, it's very juicy, drinkable. I could probably drink maybe two or three of these. And just, like, call it a day and be like, man, this is really good. I had a good time. Refreshing. Um, so, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it better than the last one. How about you, Connor? I would give it a 3.75. I like this one a lot more than the last one because I think it's it definitely, like you said, it gives it more of a summer taste feel. And I love hibiscus and vanilla and lemon. So it's like it's a nice chill beer, I think, especially on a super hot day. I could drink more of these in one go than the Meet Me at Midnight. So it would be a solid 3.75 for me. All right. Nice. That's a beautiful score from a guy. So uh, (laughs) we are going to go ahead and take another shot break, and we will be back with beer number three. Stick around and listen to our creepy sounds. Ooh, creepy sounds that I have here, and I'm about to play it. So, hold on to your horses. Yeah, it's a sci-fi walking, P-Fi walking, C-Fi talking, E-T choking. Gonna kick his ass and send him to home, cause that's where he goes and he really wants to go. But he's always moaning on my ear, looking like a fear in his eyes. Meet me at midnight and you're gonna die. Got that strawberry 23 in my thighs. Went straight to my waist, now I gotta waste everything that went into my mouth in the first place, yeah. Gonna take a shit, that's what I meant if you didn't get it, so. Let's get it, gonna hit up the toilet in a couple minutes, and I'm gonna meet me at midnight. Then you're gonna see that I meant it, yeah, yeah. I saw a ghost and it said hello I said run away cause I'm scared as fuck And you go towards me like I did And say that I was scared as fuck But I said it Yeah I'm scared as fuck of ghosts Scared as fuck of ghosts Scared as fuck of ghosts What's in the end I don't really know What's in the end I don't really know What's in the end I don't really know we could be a cycle in the life hole Put you in the chokehold That's Michael Jackson Yeah Yeah No copyright dark type beat track Ghost emotional piano rap instrumental Zero level music on YouTube Welcome back everybody We are now unstuck from the laundry And we are going to get into beer number three Beer number three Cosmic Crisp 
from Two Town Cider House with a collaboration with an orchard, an orchard called Cosmic Crisp. It is 8% ABV for a cider. It's no available IBUs. We've had 1,025 check-ins. That's a stupid way of saying that number, but yet I did it. For an average score of 4.04. Two Town Cider House is in Corvallis, Oregon. The style guy says, with a bubbly visual profile that glistens and gleams like starlight. And an 8% ABV, Cosmic Crisp is sure to take you on an interstellar cider experience. Made with a resplendent blend of fresh-pressed Cosmic Crisp and Northwest Apples, this cider shines like starlight while bright, fruit-forward, or aromatics collide with a high-acid profile for a truly heavenly experience. You should taste apples, crispiness, sparkling, sweet, and clean. Everything you just said is actually 100% true. Where is this from again? Oregon. Oregon. So I agree. It's very clean. It's very innocent. It's very good. Definitely different from the last two. I'll say that. I'm not a huge fan of ciders, so it just tastes like a regular cider. Cider? I barely know her. Uh, it's like I think it, apple juice. It's like champagne apple juice. Yeah. That's usually what ciders are. Champagne-y. It says, uh, boldly crafted in Oregon. This is on the can. Friends from two nearby towns banded together on a mission to bring cider back to the people. True craft cider made using whole fruit and no shortcuts. I thought I saw a stem in my... That's very interesting. It also says, government warning, not according to... <laughs> <laughs> Classic you. <laughs> so it's refreshing. It's very yeah. clean. It's slightly appley. It does have that champagne as we speak kind of feel to it. Right. Bubbly. Yeah. I do really like the can though. The yeah, art. Good artwork. Too. Somebody actually out in like the Oregon mountains checking out the stars. Right. And then the apple looks like Saturn. Apple. The apple looks like Saturn. Yeah, and then the uh, Christmas ornament. I believe that's what I was thinking. Or Saturn, Connor. <laughs> Who sat on Connor? Okay, fine. It's Saturn. Who it's Saturn sat, on a tree. Who sat on Connor? Let's find out. <laughs> that sounds like a horror story. Well, that sounds horrifying. Just like this next segment. Horror horror story. All right, everybody. So this is a new segment from the last time that I did it, but this is different. This is <laughs> The Most Haunted Bars in America by Laura Riley. Ooh. And so this is on Thrillist.com. So here's the intro. Most bars feature spirits like vodka, gin, and whiskey, but others are home to a different kind of spirit, the spectral kind. This literal haunts boast ghosts both playful and hair rising. Here, 16 haunted bars where you can enjoy some booze with your booze. Ear Inn, New York, New York. Back in 1817, the Ear Inn was a popular watering hole for seafarers. In fact, it was so beloved by one sailor that he never left. Mickey lived upstairs in the inn until he was hit by a car in front of the bar and died. While his corporeal form accepted last call, his ghostly spirit still remains at the bar. Today, Mickey's ghost 
is a mischievous bar regular known to finish customers' pints of beer and goose female employees and patrons. So he was hit by a car in 1876. Were they invented yet? They had to be. Because the story's real. Was this a steam car? <laughs> I don't even think they had steam cars. 1817, you know he was. <laughs> Next up, we have one if by land, two if by sea. Bomber New beer. York, New York. No, that's Boston. This restaurant is set in the former carriage house of Vice President Aaron Burr, who infamously shot and killed Alexander Alexander, Alexander Hamilton in a duel. Burr's daughter, Theodosia, was lost at sea, but that didn't stop her from returning home to see her father. Both of them currently haunt their former residence, a matre de quit after he was pushed up and down the stairs one too many times by Burr, and many women have had their earrings torn off by Theodosia. Okay. That's a bar. <laughs> It sounds like a house. <laughs> Maybe it's a. It used to be a house. Now it's a bar. Oh, okay. And so he said, "Yeah, I'm out of here." Take it easy over there. Yeah, chill. We're out. recording. Yeah, what the hell? I was getting the spirits out. Cover your face. Yeah, right. Yeah, cover your fucking face, dude. The Brass <laughs> Rail, Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh, okay. Legend has it that in 1904, a wedding held at the Brass Rail was cut short by tragedy. When the bride tripped at the top of the staircase, broke her neck, and died. Her husband wrote a quick suicide note. Now that my wife was taken from me, there is no reason for me to live! And hanged himself in the room near the staircase. Today, the bar is haunted by the couple who walk up and down the ill-fated staircase. The New Jersey Ghost Hunter Society found proof of the couple in a photograph of the staircase which shows a white wisp of smoke hanging eerily near the steps. I don't buy it because she, she didn't, she didn't walk down the stairs. She fell. So she should she fall also got to have a hell of a calf. She's got to have those hell of leg muscles there going up and down <laughs> the stairs for that long. Well, apparently they have like Instagram posts, but they are not loading. So <laughs> I can't see if it's true or it's not. the ghost. That's the ghost got into my fern. Yeah, Next up, we have the Judge's Bench, Ellicott City, Minnesota. The Judge's Bench bar was once home to Burger's Grocery and the Burger family, whose teenage daughter, Mary, hanged herself in 1962 when her parents refused to let her date a local boy. Today, Mary's ghost slams doors, stomps around, and flushes toilets, just like any angsty teenager. Washington, Terry. Oh my gosh, the toilet flushed again. You guys should definitely go oh. visit all these places. They're probably not even automatic there. toilet. <laughs> Sweet, thanks. There's a bidet. It's her spitting into your butt. <laughs> <laughs> you come moaning, Myrtle. You come out here. That's, that's a that's a nice bidet you had. Like we don't have one. <laughs> Last but not least for today, Stone's Public House, Ashland, Massachusetts. This bar is riddled with ghosts of all ages, starting with Captain John Stone, who built the inn in 1832. Many patrons believe they are being stared at by his painting on the wall, and some report smelling cigar smoke in its vicinity when no one is smoking. 
Another spirit belongs to a traveling salesman who was buried in the basement after Stone accused him of cheating at cards and killed him. Yet, a third reported ghost is that of a little girl named Mary, who was hit by a train and died in the inn in 1963. Her spirit reportedly lives on in a dress kept in the bar's attic. Apparently, Mary enjoys her place in the attic. A female employee once took the dress home, but Mary didn't like that. Eventually, the employee returned the dress, traumatized by what she had experienced. They're always called They're always <laughs> And that's it for Diabore Horror Stories from Haunted Ghost Towns and things that happen in the dark and just go on. <laughs> Very good, sir. Thank you. The next one was a good one because I had your name in it. But Read it then. Nope. Nope. It's next six. Time. Sorry. You're going to have to wait till October. <sighs> if you're here. If I'm here. Don't, don't, don't. Don't, Two, three. Yeah, so what are you guys' final thoughts of these beers then? Um, crispy. Refreshing. Light. I, wrote, I wrote it down. I like it. Cosmetic. <laughs> uh, one of the better ciders I've had. I'm usually not a cider guy, but this is a good one. It's got a champagne apple taste. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it a 3.5. Me too. 3.5. Me three. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a three. I'm not a cider guy, but uh, I can see how people would enjoy this bitch. It's 8%, which is really good. I mean, usually ciders aren't this high, right? They're like no. lower. They're it's like an imperial, domestic. so it's probably like a 4 to uh, 4.5. Imperial usually. means double. We've learned that on the show. We did learn that on the show, and Connor beer, just learned it today. Beer lovers, not beer experts. Esperts. Esperts. <laughs> not that either. We're, not, we're not experts. We're not experts or experts, but we are lovers. Beer lovers. So, Esperts. yeah. I would have to. <laughs> I'm an expert. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're special. Whoa, chill, man. Yeah, I'm paranormal expert. <laughs> it's called ESP. ESP. He got it. I got it. You didn't get That's it. why I laughed. You're not that funny, so. I got the ESP after all these beers. <laughs> Let's get that Ouija board out. Yeah, this, no. This, uh, this beer could definitely be better. I think it was a little bit more um, alcoholic. I just really taste the apple in the cider, and it's. That's not for me. I'd rather it be a little heavier. Like, boom, boom, let me taste that shit. Yeah. I think the fact that it's a cider is probably why it still has, like, that basic cider taste. I can't, I couldn't tell that it had more alcohol in it. But But honestly, I think if I was in this picture and I was staring at stars, I think I would like to try this to see if that's what they're going for. Right. Sipping along while you're watching the. If I was in, move along because they're everything they're describing it with is trying to do with like starry nights, starry, right? Starry weather. Yeah, if I was in uh, one of the two towns in Oregon, <laughs> I might order this and be like, you know what? That's a good cider. Let me go try this out. Let me go try it. You know what? I'm gonna drink this underneath a sunny full moon night with lots of stars and feel like I'm in the cosmos. Did you say sunny? Sunny full moon. moon. Sunny full moon. <laughs> I mean, moony night. <laughs> 
I'm glad you guys called him out. He said sunny. It's fucking nighttime, hey, hey, Connor. Hey. <laughs> it's a sunny full moon, though. I got I mean, what he yeah, meant. it is. <laughs> I it's mean, yeah, bright. it's a full moon, sunny, you know. Depends <laughs> on what time of the day you are up. Yeah, you are up. Hey, you know this what? Guy. For me, that could be my sun, you know. I hunt ghosts, but that could be my sun. That could be your sun. You know, the moon. The moon is my sun. The, the sun is not. Oh, that's true. That is your, your reverse. You're like a third shifter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shift, I'm a nocturnal. Shift, shift, shift. Well, like a shape shifter. <laughs> what shift gears and do uh, this next beer with a... Uh... Shot break. Let's get this shot break done, and then we are going to come back with another fourth beer, the final beer. We're going to drink that beer, and we're going to have a good time with that beer. (laughs) (laughs) Beer. We'll be right back with that beer. Say beer one more time. Beer. Beer. That shit is bonkers. Going even harder than I did when you were on Conquer. And I conquer the lands like Genghis Khan. And I go even harder than Godzilla in Hong Kong. Beach and Jong and then what? <laughs> Get that bong and I'm going bonkers. Going bonkers. I got a hammer gonna hit you in the head like a fucking nail. Don't give a damn who you are, even in hell. Even thing ever what? No, no. <laughs> yeah. You are a puff of smoke, and I inhale that shit, you would joke. I'm gonna choke on this bread like I didn't even know, like I was in the bloke, and look at that forest, it's over there, and I'm just saying words now, but it goes, and my voice is kinda in a tone when I go through the thing, and that whatever I yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, just, he's done. The cider's got me, it's in cider, and I'm going bonkers, and I need it going longer, uh. Let's get to the next beer. Is the song called Bonkers? Because you keep saying that. <laughs> Yeah. It's called <laughs> Scary Eminem Type Beat Bonkers. <laughs> uh, dark Rap Beat by Pendo46 on YouTube. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are back with the shots and the shits and the... We're back and uh, Tone's got it. I got it. Next beer, last beer. I got it. Last beer. Beer number four. Uh, Crossfados Barbados by Turning Point... Beer. It's a quadruple IPA, uh, 12.4% ABV, not available IBUs. 547 check-ins for an average score of 4.17. Uh, turning Point is out of Bedford, Texas. Style guide says quadruple New England style IPA with Sabro, Mosaic, and Eldorado. It says it should be sweet, boozy, hoppy, mango, and orange. Um, first taste. Yeah, so go ahead, everyone. Uh, first taste thoughts. it and let me know what you guys. Think. I just have a feeling I am not gonna like it. Oh, you can. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be it's a bad. Very one. hoppy. I feel like uh, we. It tastes so orangey. I think it's it, so orangey. It does have an oranginess to it. I feel it's like overpowering. If you love like hoppy IPAs, you're gonna be in love. But if you don't like hoppy IPAs, you're going to go. It's just Owner, gonna, when you take your first sip, literally take a sip. If you take a drink, it's going to be too much. It's got a just a basic hop IPA smell to it, though. Well, because when you say that, Bruce, you know I'm going to have to take a chug. Now. Okay, take a chug and puke. It's actually not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's a good one. That is really good. But I will say, 
I probably would not like this if I did not have three beers before this. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I feel exactly. like I feel like the taste would be totally different. And right now, it altered my taste. I usually do not like hoppy beers, so I do trust Bruce on that one. Where I would not like this, and especially if it's quadruple IPA. Like sipping it makes it okay. Sipping it. It's just so it tastes so overpowered with the orange. Like it tastes like the smell of like an orange. You know what I mean? Like a, this the peel orange. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you sip it, it tastes okay, but when you drink it like an actual drink of it, it just it's very, very strong. And it's very, very um, citrus. I will say this is yeah. one of the better IPAs that I have had. I think the flavor and everything blends well. Um, me not being an IPA guy, I can definitely, uh, I will say this is definitely uh, a plausible. It's good. It's a really good one to kind of say you don't like it. You've had a couple and someone's like, hey, try this out. You might like it. But if you're drinking it firsthand, right off the bat, you're at the you're at a fucking hotel, whatever, and they're like, hey, have a beer. And you're like, no, I will not have that. I would follow your gut, and I will not have that. Drink well, a domestic. Piss beer. Follow your gut when you're, it's time to answer on Bruce Trivia. Copy. Copy. Bruce Fraba. Trivia. Bruce Trivia. Bruce Fraba. If you're not right, you're wrong. Bruce. Make it rain. Bruce Trivia. Welcome to Bruce Trivia. I am your host, the Beer Bandit, Bruce. Uh, We got three families, Ross, the Biddles, the Towns, for Family Feud. So grab a buzzer, and those at home calling in on the phone, what would you like to use as a buzzer? All right, so we asked 100 adults, name someone you might call if you thought your house was haunted. Honer. <clears throat> a psychic. Oh. The fourth answer. Two tones. You rang in a second. Police. <laughs> the seventh answer. Damn it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be better than yours. Biddle, you have a chance to go over the third answer. Nope, fourth answer. Um, the top three me. answers. Me. I was going to say that. You. Me. I'm going to count you as a Ghostbuster for the third answer. So would I you like to ghost. play or pass? Or seven answers and three are already on the board. Uh, play. All right. Hey, name someone you might call if you thought your house was haunted. Casper. I'm not really sure what I'm answering. <laughs> Casper the ghost. You're going to call Casper the ghost. Okay. That's one strike. He didn't answer. Oh, come on. Name someone you might call if you thought your house was haunted. An exorcist. The number two answer. Is that not a paranormal ghost person? No. You're different. One's an expert, one's an expert. <laughs> Lorraine Lorraine Warren. What? Who who is Lorraine Warren? Well, that's the Conjuring girl. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. Sorry. Oh, come on. Yeah, two strikes. I mean, I would go, but I don't know who I would call. (laughs) 
Yeah, give me a guess. Throw something out there. Yeah, I really. Oh uh, man, Donald Trump. <laughs> For the third strike. Uh, <laughs> Who said uh, psychic? You have control of the board. You have three strikes. A witch. Why would you call a witch? Yeah, why would you call a witch? How do you? How do you call a witch? He's about to. Yeah, how do you? A witch is on the board. How do you call a witch? <laughs> There's a phone. Ever. Yeah. Do a spell. I don't know. <laughs> what number was that? Are they in the yellow uh, pages? Six. Are they in the yellow pages? You got one and five left on the board. Uh, the news. One strike. The news. <laughs> hey, my house is haunted. Come check it out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, a relative. Two strikes. I feel like you would call someone and be like, hey, my house on. Hey, hey Cuzzo. Come check it out. <laughs> yeah, come check it out. So the number one answer is still on the board. 50 out of 100 people said this answer. It's kind of crazy how it wasn't what he said, the paranormal experts or whatever. It's probably more to it. It's probably like a proper name for it. Two strikes, owner. Okay. So with the power invested in me. I will say the power Jesus. of Christ. Jesus, you. the power I'm gonna of give Christ you, compels I'm you. I'm going to give you the stretch. A priest. A priest. Number one. Number one. Woo! Answer. Yeah, bitch, I win. Bitch. No, no, there's still more. one more answer on the but board. But I got it. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's still one more. The number five answer still on the board. Get it, and you clear the board. If not, two tones has a chance to steal. And if he doesn't get it, Biddle wins I, the I round. I automatically get it. I automatically get it. Fuck it, you can have it. A doctor. He said, "That's my thoughts." All right, you don't. You have one chance. What's, Name what's, someone you might call uh, if you thought your house was haunted. Is of? it a priest, an exorcist, Ghostbusters, a psychic, police, and a witch? What's a poltergeist? What's that? It's a ghost. So I can't call a ghost. <laughs> Where do you have that, Casper? That's true. I can't <laughs> call the police. I'll call the fire department. Biddle! I said, I said you got the first okay. win for one a point. Medium, a medium, a medium. That's, That's a psychic. Medium. That's a psychic, dog. The last answer hey, was hey, the hey. movers. What? You the call movers. the oh, movers. Oh, like the realist, the people that are like. Because you're fire. moving. I get it. All right, round two. Stupid. Name something associated with vampires. Honer. Garlic. That is the fourth answer. Anyone else? Ooh. Biddle? Ooh, ooh, blood. Ooh, blood. Biddle, what do you got? Blood. I got blood. The third answer. Ooh. Yeah, I got another uh, one. No, you don't have another one right now. You got another one, Connor. <laughs> Bats. The number one answer. Yeah, bitches. Do you wish to play or pass? <laughs> I'm going to play. All right, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven answers, and three are on the board. Garlic, bats, blood. and blood, blood already. Let's go fangs. Damn it. Let's go twilight. The number two hey. answer. Twi- twilight. twilight. <laughs> it had to be. Sparkles. <laughs> Did you know it's coming on the Netflix? So the top four so are saying. on the board. One. Fangs. Blood. Well, fangs is an eh. Oh. <laughs> Bats. Bats, blood. Twilight, Blood, and Garlic are on the board. You got one strike. Uh, Dracula. 
the number seven answer. Um, eight, seven. Shut six, the fuck up. Five, <laughs> four. Three, uh, what was I was gonna say two, something. Um, one. Yeah, two strikes. What I was gonna say. You got one strike left. What have I said? What's been bats? Said? Twilight, blood, garlic, Dracula. Two answers on the oh, board. Oh, uh, steaks. That's what I was gonna say. For your third strike, okay. Biddle. You said blood. Coffin. That was the third answer. Coffin. Coffin. That is. Coffin. Eh. You got two more strikes. Oh shit. Uh, no shit isn't is no. What's <laughs> <laughs> with vampires? Uh, nighttime. I mean, I don't know. Two strikes. Nighttime is not part of it. Fuck. Fuck oh, no. <laughs> Fucking vampires. The vampire lair. Oh man, I mean, come on. A coffin is with vampires. They're in a coffin. Yeah, but they didn't um, put it. Sorry. So you have two choices left. You got ten uh, seconds. I don't know. Speed. They're fast. <laughs> Fast. Speed. <laughs> All right, three strikes. Honer, you got a chance to steal. Reflections. Reflection. Is that your final answer? Yes. Two tones. You're tied up the board. You. I swear to God, if he says mirrors, and that literally is a reflection. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> oh my Buffy. God. Angel. And a cape. And a oh, cape. Oh shit! A cape. That is so dumbass. Yeah. That that's stupid. <laughs> hey, hey, Edward Cullen didn't have a cape. Yeah. <laughs> Edward Cullen? He wasn't cool. Yeah, from Twilight. He didn't have a cape. He just ran fast. All right, this last round is for double anyone's game. We got one to one to zero. Honer is a zero. What's up? Hands on your buzzers. We named, we asked a hundred people. They gave us six answers. Name a place that you wish you had the balls to go alone. (laughs) Do tones? Jail. You're the one that goes places. A haunted house? It should have been yeah. number Ooh. one answer. I thought you were looking for like actual like places, so yeah. I didn't say anything. You yeah, I mean, play, that is an actual place. Play or pass. <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Let's see who else got it. Ooh, so the only person who actually gave an answer was two tones, even though it was wrong, so you have control. <laughs> so a haunted house is number one. Correct. Um, there is six total answers, five left on the board. Places you don't want to go. Name a place that you wish you had the balls to go alone. A bar. <laughs> the number six answer. Um, the store. Like, department store. The balls to go to a bar? No one likes to drink alone. So if you have to go into a bar alone, it's kind of... You ever go to a bar by yourself? Yeah. Yeah, so oh. he's sad. He's sad. <laughs> I've been to the shine alone, and then I met people and we became friends. Nice. Okay, you still have one strike. Uh, the gym. He didn't say alone. He said two balls to strikes. Go. Balls. The balls so to go you... alone. I did not hear the alone part. That's why I was like, I don't have another answer. Fuck work. Girl, girlfriend's house. All right, Honer. Uh, movie theater. Mm. Concert. A festival. All right, Biddle. You only get one answer, and you can steal it if you and you win. But if you don't get it, two tones wins because you passed, which is stupid oh, strategy. Shit. So, oh my god, you're going to lose. Parents' house. 
Oh my God! Her name a place that you wish you had the nerve to go alone. You said her parents' house. Two tones wins. Two tones. Yeah, at least We got number one was haunted house. Number two, a cemetery. Okay. Number three, a wedding. Okay. Number four. Now they all make sense. A restaurant. Eat out on your, oh, by yourself. Yeah. No one likes to eat alone. And then number five, the woods. Yeah, Blair oh, Witch. Shoot. So, uh, two tones. Would you like to give your victory speech? Um, thank you guys for being dumb. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, well, thank you for giving us two tones of death, and it's fine. You know, it's not dumb. Our ratings on this beer. You're four beers in. Right. What did you think of this beer, two tones? Um, I wrote it down. But it's got the the original like the IPA smell to it, so you don't think it's gonna be a twelve point four. Um, it's not as hoppy as I was expecting, so I'm really I'm okay with that. I guess I'm I really enjoy that. Um, you can definitely taste the. There's more a little little more orange to it, I guess. Um, it's super, super drinkable. It's got the nice light, not light, but like the hazy IPA look to it. Um, yeah, this is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 3.75. I like this one. Yeah, no, I'm going to go the exact opposite of you. I am going to give it a three. I mean, it is good for what it is. It's a quadruple IPA. Um, it's juicy. I'll give it that. It's very juicy. It's in my mouth. It, I don't hate it. It it does seem like the citrus taste explodes in my mouth. But I will say that if I did drink this with the first one, like I said earlier, I still stand by that. I think I would not like it. But for right now, it's actually really good. But it's still hard. You can tell it's still hard for me to drink it like as if... It was my first one, but it's still enjoyable. Just, yeah, no, still not for me. I'm going to give it a 2.5. It's average. I'm not a giant IPA fan. It's too orangey. It's, you guys say it's not very hoppy. I think it's very hoppy. I think, yeah. Okay. I think the orange kind of saves the I think the, that, that's so, the fact that it's so juicy at the end makes it not as hoppy. Is what I, helps me out with the hops. It's forcing me to sip it because if I drink any kind of long or normal amount of sips, it's too much. It's a baby. It's, ex- it's a baby it's, junior. It's it, it, it's. <laughs> a, oh, I didn't vomit, and that got a terrible rating. Yeah. This is an average, average rating for me. I can drink it. It took me all night to drink it, and all as we, le- we learn from Big Chief, maybe having it sit out might change the flavor to better. Maybe. You know, because it's I like yeah, I think it's already been sat out. Well, it needs well, to sit out more. Mine, so mine needs more. Mine yeah. needs more. So <laughs> How about you, there, Connor? I would have to give it a 2.7 because it tastes like eating an orange peel. It's a lot of orange for me. I think it's too strong, like you said, about basically taking a big gulp of it. I have to take sips of it. It's not terrible, but it's not as good as the last couple that I've had. I think it's too. It's very, very citrus. Yeah, I think we. I, can't. I think we really started off on a high note in the beginning. Yeah. And then the second yeah, ones we, uh, were kind of like, eh. So yeah, that, this one was just... Yeah, it just truly worked for you, though. It's last call. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You have four beers to choose from, the ones from today. What are you ordering when they go, let's call? Man, Jesus, dude, I'm going to order the fucking second one. Strawberry 23. That's the one I'm going to end yeah, my night buddy. with. Oh, do we have a concurrent? Uh-oh. Is he going to drink that one, yeah. too? Looks like we're both at the same bar. Strawberry. We're both yeah, at the same strawberry. bar. Right I'm, I'm calling for strawberry. Yeah. Um, I'm doing this one. Sorry. I'm sticking with my Don't IPA. be sorry. Don't be sorry. Gonna, That's your choice. That's all I'm taking this one. It's now, nice. I it's will say, juicy. It's refreshing. I will say if I had a really long day and like I'm at the bar and I'm like, okay, I'm going to end it off. And I kind of just want to like end it off on a high note, very high note. I think I would choose this one. But if it's like a night out with the buddies, I'm like, oh, yeah, the second one for sure, dude. Fuck yes. Yeah, so let's go. So I'm going to go with the first beer. I'm going to go meet me at midnight. Uh, okay. I, I think it's as the strawberry one was very refreshing and good. I think at the end of the night, I want something that's going to. Wake shake me, up. shake me awake a little bit, a little bit of jowl smacker there, and with the name befitting that the time we're probably leaving the bars is after midnight. It, it just seems to be on point to go right. that, go that way. So I'm gonna do meet me at midnight. Have you ever stayed past midnight at a bar? Oh, plenty of times, <laughs> more times than you've been alive. Uh, um, obviously, have you, not. Maybe have you ever stayed past midnight at a bar in the past ten years? <laughs> ten years. Let me see. Uh, let me dial my Rolodex back. That's a thing with cards. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, probably he, not. As yeah, so he's just stalling for his no. Yeah, answer. yeah. You talk, you're talking shit, but come it's on. probably been so, a, been a while. Our our nightlife is a little bit different than yours. It's nightlife. true, but I'm also like a little bit older than you by <laughs> he, that amount of years. Yeah, he's sixty. <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm not sixty, but I'm, I'm, he's close. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. No, sixty nine. Yeah, so you're yeah. about to see him haunting other places soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm haunting you guys right now. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even here. He's probably oh, going to haunt this room. He's going to just... Go so, uh, what was... It doesn't have to be your last call beer, but what was your favorite beer? It's time to sign the guest book. The one that you're going right. to get a, a Sharpie out. Yeah, explain that to him. Sign it and send it back to us. We'll pay for the shipping. We just need you to sign your favorite beer of the night. I think you might just go with the strawberry. I think so, but... I- yeah, kind of. We've had all of our guests. Yeah, they all do it, or the majority of them do it. Sign, sign your favorite. Uh, send it back to us, like Bruce said. We'll pay for the shipping. Um, yeah. So yeah, we've been just trying to build a wall of like our beers and our guests so, that yeah. actually like their favorite ones. Which online. one? Which one's your favorite? Which one's the one that you are in love with tonight? Yeah. Who's so, the, who's, dude, the, who's love, the lucky lady? The strawberry. Yeah, the strawberry. I, know I, I love. I love the strawberry. It's it's like eating. It's like. It's like eating. It's like drinking strawberry shortcake. That's great though because it actually has like a nice of lemon zest. color. It has a nice color that you can sign with a black. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's gonna be nice. A nice yeah, one to our. I world. just love it. I love. I love it. You know, like I like the midnight, and I like all the other ones. The last one in there is a little strong, but the strawberry just so just. Perfect. I agree with you. you know, so because that's a local tea. beer, when you come back visit back your hometown area, you can just walk into a city uh-huh. and possibly get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Most definitely, I will. And uh, also, we are going to do the top 15 cities. That's right, 15 cities that downloaded the last episode. South Bend, Indiana, Anderson, South Carolina, Denver, Colorado, Austin, Texas, Woodstock, Ontario, Springfield, Illinois, Dewajit, Michigan, thanks, Jakey, Adelaide, South Australia, San Jose, California, San Antonio, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, Baltimore, Maryland, Fitchburg, Massachusetts, Courtney, British Columbia, Colonial Heights, Virginia, Bill America, Massachusetts, Bluffton, South Carolina, Warsaw, Indiana, Elkhart, Indiana, Cleachy, France, Alliance, Ohio, Plymouth, Indiana, Hickory, North Carolina, Three Oaks, Michigan, Huron, South Dakota, Washington, Washington, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, St. Petersburg, Florida, 
Pittsburgh, Kentwood, Michigan, and Fort Hamilton, New York. Okay, but I heard France, and Again. I got really excited because, hey, if you are from there, France, please message please France. us. He never yes, messages. You never, she. she, you never message us. Please message please us. And message we will, us. Go if you have a beer recommendation or you want to send us a beer from France, go ahead and we will drink it on the show. We will send you a shirt. Did you say Plymouth, Indiana, too? Yes. Is that the first hey, one that's been on there? Two times. Second okay. time. Did, did I hear Anderson, South Carolina? You South Carolina was on there twice. Bluffton, hey, South, Bluff, Bluffton South Carolina? I never know. heard of I it. I threw an extra fucking syllable in that. <laughs> Bluffton, Indiana. Just like Tony when he said... Plan. And, and, yes, Ander, Anderson, South Carolina. Ooh, Anderson's like where it I filmed that num- my, uh, my haunted house video. I filmed that. That's like thirty minutes from me. That was the number two downloaded city this week. Well, you better nice. go meet him up and be like, "Hey, I'm on the." You listen show. to Drunk Buds. I'm on the episode, <laughs> and I'm wearing the shoe. <laughs> Hell so, yeah. Uh, let's all do our socials. You got anything you want to promote for it, uh, yourself? Or anything? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, socials. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, sure, sure, yeah. I got a new book out about my show. It's called Life of Paranormal Encounters. It's on Amazon. It's called Life of Paranormal Encounters: True Ghost Stories and How an Award-Winning Show Was Created. If you want to watch my show, you can go to YouTube.com/slash Paranormal Encounters, and you can watch all of my ghostly encounters. There's 17 episodes right now. Hey, uh, go ahead and stroke your dick a little bit, dog, because uh, I know I saw that on Kindle or audiobook. You are number one in what section? Yeah, I'm number one on uh, Ghost and Hauntings. That's what I was last time I checked. Yep. The audiobook is doing pretty good, you know, which I really highly appreciate. That's everybody. a very it's modern crowd, too, so closely. I can see that doing pretty well. Yeah. Good job, thank man. You, good you. job. Good job. Thank you. Doing big things, man. Doing big things. That's why I saw you and I was like, I need him on here because he's doing some big things. He needs to he needs to promote himself and you know be good for him to be on here. Uh, hey, I appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, man, no problem. Um, hopefully, we can have you on again. Don't know when, but uh, yeah, we'll have you on again. Yeah, when you, maybe maybe when you have like a a whole ass movie of you investigating like there those places. Like, this <laughs> or, guy will be, he'll have a movie about himself and everything based or, on a real story. Or if he ever comes back to, if he come back to the area to visit, we'd love to have you sit in live with us. Fuck it. Yeah, but that time we I probably, mean, shoot, man. <clears throat> I love to visit the Barbie Motel, you know, like I wanted to go there many, many, many years ago. I went to the Barbie Motel. I'd love to film an episode there with Alcatraz. Ooh. A live episode you know, in a haunted house. Baby. We could go to. We could do, fucking, yeah, we could do it. We could do a not, live episode of the haunted house. I would not fucking be there, dude. <laughs> we, could be there. To, we, we could go to that uh, hacienda that's haunted. I hate you guys. Both. We, you could, hey, we could do hey, it. You know, I will say. That would be I will dope. say this though. I will say this. Since I moved from from uh, Indiana, there's been a shit ton of haunted places in Indiana, and I've, I'm actually crazy. I can't believe how many haunted places there are, especially hacienda, like. Is yeah. that isn't that Mishwaka? Well, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. That's like two blocks from where I live. And we'll we'll, we'll bring an extra beer for the the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Ghost, ghost beer. Ghost beer. <laughs> Give us your rating, and the Ouija board moves. <laughs> right? Two point five. Fuck you, or owner. <laughs> but yeah, dude, if you're ever in town, man, we'll definitely have you back on. But it won't be an interview style. We'll actually just be doing the show. Yeah. Let's... Oh, heck yeah, we'll, we'll go ghost hunting. How about that? Dude, yeah, I'm down. culture, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to have to be really high or really drunk for that. Oh, we'll have my, at least my, four my, beers. My nerves will have to be so I will be there. Blocked. I'll scare all the ghosts away. I'm a fucking ginger. You'll no scare soul. me. 
Well, <laughs> speaking hey, of we'll, scaring we'll, you, we'll be drinking. <laughs> we'll be drinking strawberry number twenty-three. Yeah, <laughs> all, all day. <laughs> what are your socials, uh, Honer? I am Honer Creations on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I make dumbass videos for dumbass people like me, and my personal is P E T O W N E on Twitter. Uh, you can find me. Uh, at the number number, one. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's adding extra symbols. <laughs> you can find me at the number two tones eighty seven on Instagram and on Twitter, and you can find me um, at Anthony Ross five seven four on Snapchat. That motherfucker possessed. You uh, me on the beer planet. Bandit Bruce on Twitter, Bruce the Beer Bandit on everything else, including Untapped. You can find us on drunkwithbuds.weebly.com. We got lots of our episodes up, pictures, upcoming events. Uh, Ratings of all our beers and clips to all of our links from every season. You also can find a link to our Teespring account where you can buy our merch. We get some new Sour Summer stuff up there. But if you're looking for the design that we sold at the Summer Sippin' Craft Brew Fest, you cannot find it. That was only there available at the beer, beer fest. Unless you're a double XL, then you can contact us and we can send it to we you. We do have some left. We have. You pay shipping. <laughs> we do have some double X's left but if not like Bruce said go to our Teespring we have a slightly different design that does look fantastic on shirts though so it does you're not missing out much last note I did want to say that okay so Connor I was showing my uh, my cousins last night like the picture that you sent me or whatever for the show and one of my mm-hmm. friends said is that Drake because he did barely saw it <laughs> but he thought you looked like Drake the rapper and I was like what and then I started looking and I was like dude he kind of does so I just want to share that information yeah. like we're like he's a white Drake we said Drake and then yeah Am- man and then Amon <laughs> I'm the white Drake I don't know if you guys remember Am- you remember who Amon is I think that's how you say his name no I know sorry yeah, well, I'm trying to find a song real quick well, he plays a song I don't want you back fuck you I don't want you back yeah well, speaking of songs let's play this out well, I think he's. Everybody remembers this jam. Oh, more editing work for me. Thanks. <laughs> hey, I sang this song. <laughs> to the ghost. Right here. Yeah. No, why? All right, copyright. I got it. It's after I was haunted my first place or something like <laughs> Alright guys, so thank you so much. Oh my much. god, turn it off! I'm trying to. Thank All you right. so much for listening. 30 seconds, we're fine. Thank you so much for listening. Zero seconds. And we mm-hmm. are going to um, end this off with another beat. Um, Two Tones will probably freestyle this time. It is called Free No Copyright Beat. Cool, hype freestyle type beat. Free type beat caps control by Beats Provider on YouTube. At least, at least... I give you at least 30 seconds. I give you 30 seconds. It takes 30 seconds to blow your world, blow your mind, blow my cock. Don't what I'm doing every time. You know that I'm an expert, expert, ESP, reading your mind. You know, yeah. Bruce is showing him the laptop, looking at him like he's got that. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Cool. I'm cool with it blowing in the wind four seasons next time i see you we are drinking gin and i'm gonna come on your chin yeah yeah that's where the story begins because that's my kids and my kin on your chin like chinny chin chin <laughs> that was a nice angle. two tones is wrong it says right here fbi don't care hold on zero seconds oh your fuck 
about your beef i'ma eat it i'ma eat it raw beat it raw going even harder with my claw got a dick and i'm going in it like it's toy story they say it's the claw <laughs> yeah man woody in my dick in my pants and they know that i dance every last chance man if i die then i guess i'm gonna look towards the sky and if there's nothing going there then i guess i'm gonna fly to the clouds and then you know when I go there I'm just gonna keep going because I don't know what else is past there but I, you know that there's lots of moments when I just keep going and like if I do it anymore then I guess I'm gonna have to go so I just I guess I would just die we just don't see anything so I'm gonna stare in the sky gonna look into my eyelids and I'm gonna die kid so yeah when you die, you might see your eyelids or you might be an energy man. Revisit everything that we said today because that's all I'm going off of. I'm recycling everything that we did today. So that's what that's what that was. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Stay sexy. <laughs>